0: This is an Intel Studios production that is enhanced with Intel technology. To see pictures, articles, and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app by going to entale.com.
1: We are recording. Yeah. I'm a bit nervous.
0: Well, a lot's happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm more nervous because I am responsible for recording the audio of this podcast. like it's normally somebody else's responsibility.
0: Lovely Saskia.
1: Yeah, but now it's all landed on my shoulders. Yeah. The weight of it is enormous.
0: Don't you're not bearing it on your own. Do you think the it? weight of this is on our shoulders even though I'm not pressing the buttons.
1: I mean it says record, it's lit up in a big red light. like the sound bars are going up and down. The it's red recording. light's not
0: meant to be green.
1: No, green would be, like, (laughs) not recording. Red's record, right? When you look at a camera in a TV studio, if it's red,
0: it's it's on. on. You're right.
1: Okay. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I
0: love that. Because
1: you're right, red would normally be stopped.
0: Now, what I'm going to be doing uh, during this is I'm going to be taking photographs of us. Great. um, Together. Sometimes, will you take a picture? Because otherwise it's going to be, like, my entire life where I'm the one taking all the pictures. Yeah. Nobody ever... Um...
1: Yeah, we can do a shared responsibility yeah. on recording Yeah, and all of that jazz. So it is worth pointing out that this coronavirus thing has yes. happened since we recorded.
0: We just went in the car mm-hmm. to go and get a disc so that we could record this, Yeah, an SD card. Mm. Oh, the Sandisk is the name of the brand.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was funny you, when you said disc. It was like being back in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> got a floppy disc. Remember floppy disc? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Please thank isn't it, God. Right? Yeah. Thank God you are doing the technology part of this, yeah. not me. <clears throat> but we went in the car to go and buy the SD card. God, sound better now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very and cool. when we came back and I got out of the car. I'm at the moment constantly have this quite bizarre feeling that I am in 28 Days Later. Everything feels crisp. Life feels hyper real. Mm -hmm. And I said to you earlier that that phrase, living in a heightened sense of reality, I was sort of wondered, I don't really understand what that means. And I feel like I'm in that. Everything seems very, very clear. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm stressed. I don't feel like I'm in fight or flight. I just feel like I'm in a very crisp. It's like you're underwater, but it's completely clear. Clear. But it's somewhere completely different. You're not above water in your normal life. Mm. You're you're on a different plane, a different world. Anyway, I have two daughters, 16, 18, and I have a son who's 13, and my two daughters, and you have a son who's 16, and they've all just heard that all their exams are cancelled and it's blown my mind. It has blown my mind. Yeah.
1: The thing is, I heard rumours of this about a week ago where, mm. pe- where people had said, oh, they might cancel GCSEs. And you I think, just
0: thought, no, no they chance, can't right? That.
1: And then you go, well, they'll just postpone them and they'll do them later, you know. Mm. And then you think, well, how do they get into 6th form colleges or universities? And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, well, they'll sort all that out, presumably. Now it's actually happened. It's like... Really?
0: Mm.
1: Like that's really what's going to happen? Mm. They're just going to go off predicted grades?
0: Our kids are going to be the coronavirus year.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I've I've spoken to both of mine too, and I've said this is you'll have to remember this. It's like a significant moment. It's a JFK moment. It's a 9-11 moment. Yeah. It's a major thing yeah. that you, you will that we'll all never, be on. Able...
0: Hopefully. Yeah. Know, actually, we can't say it will never happen against it. It may oh, not happen again, yes. but...
1: Yeah, the, 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 the tragedies happen all the time, but it, it's one single cultural reference God. point that everybody oh, will And will remember forever. Yeah.
0: And we'll remember this year, 2020. Mm. Oh, it's a coronavirus year. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, it's not just about the exams, which I know, you know, there'll be a lot of kids out there who'll be really, really happy. I think one of mine will be quite relieved. But one of mine will be really upset. she's worked her ass off. She knows she could do better than her predicted grades she's everything's pointing towards that and she's very she's very upset, but more than that, especially for my 18 year old mm-hmm. she's leaving school forever this year and quite possibly that has been brought forward to March. She's leaving school forever in March. Yeah. no balls, no proms yeah no. Um, I whatever, the big leaving celebrations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at their school, they do this really sweet thing where mm. all um, the guys that leave, on the last day of term, they walk through the floral arch and everybody has their pictures taken in the floral arch. It's a thing. Yeah. She spent the last five years <laughs> looking forward to the floral walking. arch? Yeah, like an like arch. Like a wedding? Yes, <laughs> and it's really sweet. And they've been looking forward to that floral arch for five years. Yeah. And every year you watch the girls at the top of the school yeah. um, walk through the floral arch and...
1: Get proposed to.
0: They're not going to walk through the floral mm-hmm.
1: arch. I, I, it is a bit sad. I was speaking to Sonny earlier about it and said it's a bit weird. He won't have the, all the levers do and all the rest of it. And I mean, he is just delighted, is basically. He? I mean, it's one of the big differences between boys and girls, I think, is that generally speaking, girls are very concerned about these things and boys are just relieved that they don't have to sit exams. Sonny's predicted grades are really good. He, he thought he would never reach his pre- predicted grades, I think. So he, you know, he seemed pretty delighted mm. about the whole thing, you know. Anyway, it's fascinating. Mm. And it does feel like we're living in a movie. I mean, and also I, I, like,
0: I don't know if I'm gonna see you again for ages. Yeah. Like if we get put into lockdown, mm. you're gonna go home mm. obviously because you need yeah. to be near your kids and I need to be near my kids. And I might not see you for ages. Yeah,
1: well, I will have to do this like on FaceTime or something. I'll have to well, do no, no, I don't,
0: don't like it.
1: No. Um, I'll walk. We'll do the Instagram live thing. You yes. know, we'll do an Instagram live. Yeah, podcast let's do that. Like that. Yeah, we'll work let's it do out. that. We'll work it. it out. Yeah. Just on the note of this podcast, which is to recommend things, and, uh, and uh, I posted that I watched Contagion.
0: The average person touches their face three to five times every waking minute. In between, we're touching doorknobs, water fountains, and each other.
1: Matt! No, no, uh, uh, go up to your room, honey. So we have a virus with no treatment protocol and no vaccine at this time. I read a little article that said that the film Contagion is the most accurate film of what is being played out really? right now. Yeah, and that's why I thought, great. Is that
0: written by a scientist or something? Like... Um,
1: I, I don't know. I just probably read it in an article yeah. in a newspaper or you know, or on, on, on social media or something, but somebody said, wow, you know, this is the film, one, it's a flu virus, two, it starts in Hong Kong somewhere in China, yeah. and three, it just spreads itself around, across the world, and then it starts to kill people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a much more volatile flu, flu virus in this one where the yeah, death rate is are very Yeah, because people are just dying high. everywhere. Yeah. I seem to remember,
0: sudden. I remember it a bit. Mm. I'm not very good, as you can imagine, yes. in these type of movies because I find it very hard to sit still. I can't handle the pressure.
1: Uh, well, there was a film I wanted us to watch tonight, but I just don't think you'll see. I can, it. I will. You won't. Um,
0: no, I feel like the gauntlet's been dropped and I, uh, this film, I will sit through it. I promise you I will. Please, can we watch it?
1: You. I think you'll spend all of it behind a cushion. It's not a horror film, but it is a, it is a thriller and it is thrilling. So a contagion is worth a watch if you've got the stomach for it. I sat down with my kids to watch it, and my youngest, who's 14, said, I don't want to watch this, and he got up and went upstairs. But do you and did think something. it
0: might just all be a bit overwhelming? It
1: was a bit overwhelming, and I thought I probably shouldn't have put this film on. But then my eldest was like, no, let's see it through. So we did see it through to the bitter end. And I did think I was, I was genuinely disturbed by it. Actually, it was pretty horrible.
0: What, um, um, so I wouldn't
1: necessarily recommend you watch it unless it. you've got a real stomach for it. When you say rating, do you mean like what age? Yeah. Uh, let's have a quick look in the IMDB um, listings. Um, I mean, what a website IMDB is. I absolutely love it. There isn't a dig. Non- like I literally yeah. talk
0: about it every week. I mean, they are very lucky. We advertise IMDB every week.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was in 2011. Listen, listen to the cast though, right? before you do anything, Gwyneth Paltrow, Matt Damon, Laurence Fishburne, Jude Law. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. I mean, it's just- that, I mean, crazy, right? It's crazy. Um, it's only rates at 6.7, but it's only one hour 46. So but for you me- you liked it? Oh, I think, it's, I think it's a good film, yeah, yeah. I think, if, you know, 6.7 is probably a good score for it, but uh, it, it, it literally is what we're living through now. So if you feel like you're in a movie, this is probably the movie that you're in. Wow. I mean, not to to worry people too much, and I'm no expert, obviously, I'm just a hairdresser, but societies can descend into outright carnage, I think, quite quickly. And it is worth bearing in mind if you have a temper (laughs) or you're stressed or anxious, like do things to get it under control
0: well apparently you are allowed out to run you could and mm. exercise mm. and running i will have an announcement to make on my social media by this by the time this goes out yeah hopefully that announcement will be live Oh okay um but i can't say it here oh yeah no no that's oh in one. fact well you could because i'm go gonna go to out. say yeah, it yeah, yeah that uh, we're making own your goals uh, free to everyone um, including the people who are already signed up, so that they can exercise. Because I think that anxiety and yeah. aggression, yeah. like if you can exercise, it does help get it out of your system. And it's something that all the family can do together.
1: And it, it is good for you. Like,
0: And it's so good for you, it, yeah. And your not, mental health.
1: It's not a debate or it's no. not disp- something you could dispute. It mm. makes you feel better, like... Across the board, it's a no-brainer. So, and you're we're going to be bit...
0: posting articles as well. Mm-hmm. And this isn't an advert because it's free. Mm-hmm. So, I'm advertising something that's free. But great, um, we'll be posting articles and stuff about anxiety and how to deal with it, and how to deal with being stuck inside, and what what can help you, and different foods that you can eat that are good for your immune system, and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So,
1: and this um, will we'll be keep on you posted. Own your goals. Yeah,
0: ownyourgoalsdavina.com
1: Absolutely brilliant. Great work. Um, so. To keep you occupied while you're at home, we've got a few things to review.
0: Can I quickly tell you one thing? Yeah. I'm not going to allow you to eat any more Tic Tacs. I can't You put, see. You put another one. Sorry. In your mouth. I know, but. But I you need, sound funny. You I need sound the the like a sort. Sorry.
1: That's <laughs> so juicy, like my mouth full of juice that I'm producing myself. Like it's incredible.
0: It's like this is like an like advert for blooming Tic Tacs now.
1: I do love Tic Tacs. I don't particularly like the minty ones. They've I like gone. All the they've
0: ones. gone very flavourful Tic Tacs mm, suddenly, nice. haven't they? Mm. They they were just a sort of minty, and now they've gone.
1: Okay, I've swallowed all the okay, excess. Done. saliva. What are you going to tell me about?
0: Um, I think today I'm going to tell you about a scent. Okay. Um, called Molecule 1.
1: I've heard of Molecule 1. Right.
0: Okay. So my friend Poppy, mm-hmm. um, who I've discussed on our podcast before, and I don't know if you remember when we were talking to Dr. Megan Rossi in episode 7 mm-hmm. about food, uh, she asked a question because she's a nutritionist. Can I also say to anybody listening to this podcast, during the Corona um, virus, I would strongly recommend that you go and listen to Ep7. It features Dr. Megan Rossi. She's a dietitian and a nutritionist. She specializes in gut health. Our gut is where we hold 70% of our immune system. If we want to stay well and have the best strength to fight this virus, then we want to boost our immune system as much as we can. And on that episode, she gives just the best advice ever on what we should be eating to help us stay well. Obviously, we didn't know anything about the coronavirus back then, but now more than ever, um, that episode is very pertinent. Anyway... Poppy, I digressed massively there. Yeah, yes, well done. Poppy uh, gave me a present once, and um, it was a perfume bottle. And I opened it, and she went, don't tell anyone. Mm. I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You can't, like, buy me a perfume and then say, don't mm-hmm. tell anyone. Everybody always asks you, where's your perfume from or whatever. She said, it is the most amazing. You do not want suddenly everybody smelling of the same perfume. This is the best kept secret in the world. And it's been okay. about four years ago. It was launched way back, actually, in 2006 by Eccentric Molecules. And it's described on the website as being radically minimalist, which I really yeah. like because, actually. That is a perfect description of it. Whenever I wear it, uh, I mean, it's daily. I put it on every single day, almost without fail. If I get into a lift or something like that, people will actually stop me. Or people say to me all the time, you smell amazing. And what's really weird Mm -hmm. about Molecule 1 is I can't smell it. I can't smell it on myself. Previously, when I have been wearing other perfumes, I feel like people really can smell mm-hmm. me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's really nice to wear a fragrance that doesn't make you think, feel like you're very over-smelly. Yes. My mum used to wear Opium by Yves Saint Laurent mm-hmm. and it was so pungent that sometimes if she'd just put it on, I couldn't go near her.
1: Yeah, I, I know those um,
0: fragrances. Or, or something, those old-fashioned, very, very heavy scents. Was the one called Lulu? Lulu, mm-hmm. L-O-U, L-O-U, I I'm pretty so, yeah. sure, yes. Oh, and they all are,
1: the hairdressers. When I first started in the salon, oh, that, oh, everything just smelled of ammonia from perm solutions and Lulu. And it's so
0: overwhelming. Mm. And it's actually, if you don't like that scent, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. So what I like about Molecule 1 is that it, is not gonna put anyone off you,
1: okay. it's, it's so subtle. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I feel like, and I may be wrong in this, but I feel like it smells different on everybody. And I also feel like it is a very unisex smell. Mm-hmm. It has a hint of cedar in it. Um, I have a particularly fine sense of smell, but people go absolutely nuts about it. It's like a no fragrance fragrance sort of thing. The other thing that I think is very interesting about this perfume bottle is that when you look at other perfume bottles, they spend a lot of money on the bottles. Yeah. Um, You know, they're all shapes and sizes. They're women's bodies. They've got lines on them. The lids are enormous daisies. This comes like that without a lid. That's it. That is it. It comes in a box. And when you opened it out of the box, I was like, where's the lid gone? It's, oh, it's broken. It doesn't have a lid. No lid? No lid. Not even a cap? Not a cap. Which I think's like- Are you sure you didn't get it from the know? market? You
1: <laughs> get it from the covered market. Do you, but
0: do you know what um, it reminds me of? Do you mm. remember when Swan Vesta- Yeah. Saved, you know, a billion pounds a year or something? I mean, I'm literally tugging that yeah, number yeah. out of the sky- but, but I get it, yeah. By only putting one side of strike on their matches rather than two. Oh yeah. I feel like that's the thing with Molecule 1 is that they're oh, yeah. thinking you don't need a cap.
1: Well, the cap will probably cost the same amount as the glass bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they thought we'll save some money there and give, it, give a bit of discount. To and
0: um, oh. they haven't given a bit of discount oh. to anybody.
1: Well, hit me with the price.
0: Because you know me, I love a cheap product. Not. It is for 30 mils. So like a little kind of top-up version. Yep. Or if you wanted to get a sort of handbag version, it's 36 pounds.
1: That's a 30 mil bottle. Yeah, but this is 100 pound. mil. A pound That's a mil? That's
0: 72
1: pounds. Okay, 72 pounds for 100 mil. That's all right, though. Is it? Well, I mean, I don't understand per- perfumes at oh, all. Man, like, it uh, smells I, I don't, I don't so good. get why they're so expensive. It, it, this, you know, it's I like 99% water. Yeah, sure, and right? the
0: markup on perfume. It people, must be
1: outrageous, they right? They
0: are making. Yes. So much money it's yeah. disgusting.
1: So but 72 pounds for 100 ml seems fine. I mean I often see in duty free 50 ml bottles for 100 pounds, yeah. you know, which is what 2 pounds a mil. So 72 quid's all right really. I have heard um, cuz I obviously work in the beauty industry and all of that jazz is that, that the idea of this is that it smells different on everybody.
0: Ah, okay. So So you've heard that as well? I've heard that as part of
1: its kind of marketing spiel. Yes. So it's unique to you, despite it being the same product as as other people.
0: Um, Did you know, I mean, obviously you might know because you're always Mm. working on products and Mm. um, scents and things like that, that perfume is a complete science. There is a real, the people that are into perfume or that deal with perfume, make perfume, make Mm scents, It's amazing. And the whole idea of it being called Molecule One is um, because it's got ISO E Super in it, which is a synthetic molecule and it's a big molecule. It's used a lot. And a big molecule is harder to smell because it's big.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can understand. And the little ones
0: are just loads of them go in. And so that's why the scent will sometimes come and go because. Your, the molecules big, are trying yeah. to get up your nostrils. Oh, that is interesting. Um, but when I looked it up online, mm. what I loved was there was a couple. And they were reviewing this perfume in basically a sort of an American kind of making the cut, mm. but for perfumes. And it was quite funny. It made me laugh. Um, <laughs> it might be worth putting a link really? up to it. On, I will put I mean, a link up to it on Entail. Because there's
1: lots of beauty bloggers and people out really there that, that sit down for half an hour and tell you about their favorite fragrance. Yeah. And I was thinking who is watching this? Yeah. And then you look and you think, oh, 78,000 yeah. people are watching it. And
0: me. Yeah.
1: But, yeah like, <laughs> I'm watching it, trying to work out why they're watching it. But I can't imagine everybody else is doing that. But it, it is yeah. very weird, people's real interest in fragrance. I mean...
0: But uh, you know what I also think? That fragrance is incredibly important because it's so evocative of a person. Mm. I mean, I know that a person has their own smell without yes. any fragrance at all. And we mm. can all, you know, blindfolded, we could recognise our family or... Mm. But... Perfume becomes a person's signature. Yeah. And I have used Molecule One for the past four years, and I think I probably will use it for the rest of my life. It's, okay. a, it's a scent that I find very comfortable. I wonder how hard it is for perfumiers to sway someone away from a scent that they've yeah. loved for all of their lives, because we get very set, stuck. Mm. Do, you like, do you like it on me?
1: Uh, well, you've just always smelt of it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, because I don't think I've smelt you without it, in a way.
0: But but you must like it. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I do like it, yeah. No, but I please mean, tell just, me you like sorry, it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking that... Does that like, did that sound
0: a bit needy? It's, no, no, no it's,
1: the, it's when you were saying, like, people have a smell, and then, that you know, then you have... Per, it's a, it's arguably a way of masking your own smell. Mm. So it's, it's potentially like a form of lying, right? It's like... Yes,
0: I hadn't thought about it like yeah, that. Yeah, like...
1: Uh, the idea that there's an attraction between two people based on the way they look, and yes, then some or it might chemistry be based on a line, and it's based on a smell, and then you go, oh well, that's not actually how I smell. I'm masking my own smell with this smell. It's this smell that you love, but not mine. You know, maybe, maybe there's some something to be concerned about there. But I, but I, I thought I, you're me, like that a be...
0: multi personality.
1: Uh, like, yeah, well, I wear Instinct by David Beckham, so... Which is
0: really nice. <laughs> no, but well, I'm not joking. It's so nice. Yeah,
1: but, like, David Beckham's really good looking, so that's why, like, you like it. No, but
0: he did a good job with that scent.
1: He did a very good job with How it. How
0: expensive is that?
1: It's, I think it's pound fifty as, as a deodorant at Wilco's.
0: At Wilco's.
1: Well, it was. I can't find it there anymore, but he's... That's
0: because it's Wilco's. You only get, like, the deals...
1: No, no. Well, what? it was in there for like three or four years. And he's oh. now launched a, a, a men's grooming range called House 99. I bet
0: it's not pound fifty.
1: No, it's not. And it's in boots. So I think what must have happened, and I don't know this for sure, but the licensing deal with Instinct has ended. He's launched his own range and now... He's taken
0: that's, the smell? Do you think he's taken the I smell? I do he's taken
1: the smell. But my son got some of that for Christmas about four years ago. So I robbed it one day because I needed a bit of douching. I put this stuff on... And everywhere I went, every studio I worked in, everyone I went to, I went, God, you smell amazing. And I was like... And
0: it was a deodorant. <laughs>
1: it's deodorant. I mean, again. this
0: is often what boys do. Young boys start off with a really great smelling deodorant. Yeah. Lynx. Yeah. Every boy.
1: Totally. But you know what? It's pound fifty from Wilco's. Right? Right. And it makes me smell great. I know. Right? Right. 72 quid for 100 mils of that. Yeah.
0: It's
1: amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I, don't, I, We're I, in the I can't wrong work business. it out. Maybe. I do like that Tom Ford stuff, though. I wear... That's oh, my combination, my God. right? God. Grey Vetiver. Grey Vetiver. Stop and, it. and Instinct by David Beckham. Yeah. Those are my two
0: Very go-to
1: nice. fragrances. I've never put that on and someone's gone,
0: hmm, what, what have you got on?
1: They've all gone, oh, God, you smell good.
0: Yeah, Grey Vetiver is amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, I do like uh, Molecule 1 on you. And I was quite fascinated because the three or four people have said to me, oh, I wear this perfume that smells different on everybody. It's called Molecule 1. And the
0: other thing is, packaging-wise, I love yeah. the imagery and the graphics the on the bottle and the mm. branding. I love the fact that the bottle is very simple, mm-hmm. very no-nonsense. And the graphic, It's it feels very mysterious yeah. with no lid.
1: I'm going to stick some on because presumably yeah, it'll smell, like sm- it smell different on me, And right? it, the,
0: the guy that was doing the review in America... Well, it's um, got a kick to it. <laughs> and now, apparently, ISOE Super does not agree with everybody. Some people are allergic to it.
1: Oh, re- what? Yeah. Um, <gasps>
0: oh, You're not allergic to I it. I feel You're fine. lips. You're fine. My lips are swelling up. Me- Alan Partridge. I'll quickly thing. review that. <laughs>
1: I'm good, <kidding>, I'm good. to. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's very
1: cedery. It smells nice on you. It is very cedery. Me and my kids watch comedy all the time, mainly back-to-back episodes of Peep Show, but... We've all loved Partridge for years and we've started to watch this time by Alan Partridge again. Hi anyone, can I have a glass of water, please? The, the, yeah,
0: the end bell, okay yeah, guys, stand by, we're coming on shortly. Hey, You'll be fine. Yeah. You don't plenty yeah. of live stuff for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did do that. What was it called? Mid morning matters? Yes, mid morning matters.
1: Oh, do oh, you know it? Uh,
0: yeah, I watched the odd episode. I have to say I loved what I saw.
1: Well, it's a radio show.
0: Which I watched an episode of last night. Yeah. And it is
1: I, it, we, it came out so about a year funny. ago, and it, it didn't really do very well. The reviews weren't particularly good, but watching it a second time around now, I can only assume it was just slightly ahead of the curve, and now I feel like we're on the curve. It, it, it's absolutely spot on. Explain. Um, so it is. the premise is that it's a magazine show, and it's based pretty much on the one show, which I know intimately.
0: Or, and... Or,
1: well, uh, and this morning, also this morning. Because
0: I definitely feel that the title... Yeah, is a play on this morning. Yeah,
1: it's also a play on the One Show because of the way that the. the so it's a mixture of all yes. those those kind of things. And then there's VTs within the film, which is very One Show. And then there's two hosts. One of them's Alan Partridge, and the other one's a girl called Jenny. I can't remember her surname. And then they have studio guests on them, one thing or another. And of course, Alan Partridge <laughs> has bounced back. Like this is his first massive major TV gig since he killed someone on his chat show back in the mid '90s. So he's, he's glad to be back. He's extremely nervous about being back and wants to, to desperately do a good job, but also wants to kind of look like he's in control. It's so well-written and it's so accurate. I mean, one of the criticisms of it when it came out was that unless you work in TV, you won't get most of these jokes. And I, I do worry about that. I, I like it because, you know, I've worked on This Morning and I've worked on The One Show and you, you might like it because you can see the nuance in it that maybe a general regular audience...
0: Would, um, you, would you think it's as funny if you didn't know Alan Partridge? I don't think you need to know. No, I don't, I don't, I don't have a forensic knowledge of Alan Partridge no. like, like you do. I've yeah. watched a bit yeah. and um, I thought it was funny, but I haven't, I, don't, I haven't watched every episode. No. And I watched that last night and I only watched one episode of it and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But that could be because I'm in telly. So I would like to ask yeah, yeah. our listeners mm. Please, could you go and watch an episode yeah. and let us know how you found it? Do you think it's a bit niche? Mm-hmm. Um, and is it funny, even to people that don't work in telly?
1: It's on the iPlayer, BBC iPlayer, so it's completely free. There's six episodes, they're half an hour long. D- the, and what's w- it called again? Uh, this Time with Alan Partridge. This
0: Time with Alan um, Partridge.
1: One criticism I do have is I think it's about four or five minutes too long. I say that because it just the, the, the jokes just sometimes get a bit tired, and the VTs he does... They do these kind of typical one-show VT's where they go and investigate something or he goes to investigate something. That are like a minute or two too long. And had it been on ITV or something like that or Sky, they would have been cut down to about 23 minutes because the ad breaks and all the rest of it. And I think it would have just been a bit punchier. But go and watch it and uh, tell us what you think. (laughs) It's really bloody good. I think it's so, so good. I'm going to talk about something that I learned a few years ago And I feel like people should know about this. A lot of people don't know about it. Whenever I mention it, everyone goes, what are you talking about? And we even mentioned this to Jamie Oliver. This is a cookery thing, by the way. We mentioned this to Jamie Oliver and he didn't even know, right? Do you remember? I do. I thought, yeah, great. I know something about cooking that Jamie Oliver doesn't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Not that you're competitive. I'm not
1: competitive, but I was irritated by the fact that he didn't think it was a good idea, but I'm about to prove him wrong by doing
0: the experiment Actually right now. Actually doing the experiment.
1: Now, I've brought you now, this Now, do I video this? No, well, you, you can video bits of it. So first of all, I need to put some w- water on the yeah, boil. Yeah, I'm going to follow you. Yeah, follow me because we've got the equipment that I'm tied to. So is this the, we're cooking on the agar, by the way, folks. That's but,
0: the really hot one. This one? Yeah.
1: Well, let's just have really hot for a bit, right? Oh, Jesus, that is hot. Um, okay, come back this way. Yeah. Um, so this is it, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to poach an egg. now. One of the big problems is a lot of people say, oh, how do you poach the perfect egg? Yeah. And and I know the answer to that. Yeah. yeah. This is how you do it. Yeah. This is a sieve, right?
0: Yeah. I Um, I really was completely blown away.
1: Why this? Yeah. It's pretty amazing, isn't it?
0: Because I just thought it's not gonna work, but carry on, I'll let you explain it.
1: No, but I do want to explain that this is your sieve. I've bought this for you. You can keep it in this house. Yeah. The trick with this sieve is that it doesn't have a lip on it. Have you look at all your other sieves? Oh, I see. They've got like a metal yes, ridge. Yes, well, look. Ah, that's right, got yeah. the metal
0: ridge and Lips. that hasn't.
1: Because what you need to do, as you'll see, is we crack the egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall we wait for the water to boil a bit more, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait for the water to boil a bit more. I'll yeah. t- and I'll tell you why. Mm. Basically, what we're going to do is sieve the egg. We're going to crack the egg into the sieve and you sieve it. But, if you but sieve I'm it- going
0: to ask the question yeah? for everybody listening. Yeah doesn't all the whites just disappear through the sieve? I don't understand.
1: Well, watch, right? So we'll crack the egg into the sieve. Now you sieve that, basically, and you get rid of a lot How of How long gummies. do you sieve it for? Not for long. Ideally, probably for like um, a couple of minutes.
0: You've taken it off the heat. Yep. So there's no bubbles anymore. Do you want to put it on a gentler heat? Yes, yeah, gently. Less hot.
1: Less hot. Now, take a look at that, right? If you're on the Entail app, that is poaching without all the wet stuff. I mean, that's God, it impressive. God,
0: perfect, right? It's amazing. So you took it off the heat to put it in. That's very interesting. Yeah, you
1: don't want the water like disrupting all the egg. The thing about oh. getting a poached egg is you don't want it disrupted. Yes. The more you disrupt it, the more it goes all, all the white just goes everywhere. Yes. And if you just crack an egg straight into the water, Yes. Then you get that right.
0: Oh, decline my daughter. My daughter's <laughs> timing, I feel
1: terrible. So, just to recap, you sieve the egg for about thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah. Let some of the water come out of it. Yeah. The the the, the really runny, watery white stuff. Yeah. Then dump it in the water. The water wants to be boiling. So you but hardly not sieve
0: it at all. It's got to be the right. Don't let too much of the white go through. Yes. You get the non-lip sieve. You take the water off. That's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't it, it mustn't be bubbling. You
1: don't need bubbling.
0: Don't, and I like what you said there. I love the word that you used. You what? said don't disrupt the egg. Yeah.
1: The less disruption That's so on the, egg, the better. so
0: good. Don't disrupt it. <laughs> yeah. Disrupt it. Um,
1: okay, and then it's in there for a couple of minutes. I mean, you can see that when looks it starts so to be nice. right? So maybe maybe two to three minutes it should be on there. And, uh, and that
0: is, I mean, I have, I have wondered my entire mm, life. Yeah. Sorry, we're attached together, so yeah. I have to walk mm. around the kitchen with you. Just but there. I have wondered all my life mm-hmm. how to make the perfect poached egg. Really? And Yes, and there's always that thing of like, get the swirling vortex. Yeah, the
1: swirling vortex. The it never thing,
0: works, no. the
1: swirling vortex. And the other thing is, put vinegar in the water. No,
0: horrible, it tastes no.
1: disgusting. You get weird, vinegary-tasting eggs. Yeah. So let's have a little look at that.
0: Oh my God, look at that. Let's
1: give it another another minute just to really? firm up a bit. Yeah, well, I, I think it should firm up a little Kay. bit. So the sieve is 50p. Amazing. From Wilco's. You love Wilco's. <laughs> this is a massive advert for Wilco's. <laughs> I love Wilco's. When Woolworths shut back in the day, oh, I was like-
0: I know, heartbroken. What the hell
1: are we going to do? What are we, we going to do? 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 Yeah. do? Where am I going to buy records? Yeah. Where am I going to buy dice, uh, that Dylon dye? So dye me jeans. Did you, you dye your jeans? Yeah, where am I going to go for a haberdashery? It's all going on. You dye
0: on. your jeans. I
1: dye my jeans. What
0: colour do you dye your
1: jeans? Well, I just like refresh them. So if I've got black jeans, they're going a bit grey.
0: <gasps> really? Yeah. Um, are we going to eat that? Yeah, well, oh, I think we should cut, cut it. into yeah, it? Yeah, we we'll cut into it so people can see. there's a fork see. over there. Yeah, OK. Um, shall I video it?
1: Yeah, do a little video of it. Okay. That is the poached egg. No vinegar, yeah. no swirling vortex. No. Um, and all of that is
0: so complicated. Just slightly, lightly sieved.
1: Lightly sieved mm. for about a minute and then gently tip it into the boiling water, but not bubbly. Pinch of salt. Yeah. Pink salt. What do you do with pink salt? What's that all about? Himalayan. Looks like crystal meth or something. We should
0: get your dad to taste it.
1: Yeah. He loves a bit of salt. <laughs> my dad. Okay. And then are you ready?
0: Look at that. <gasps> hey. That is the perfect egg.
1: That's great, right?
0: That is the perfect egg.
1: Mm, that Himalayan salt. Very salty. Show me something on the Argo. Okay, are you gonna
0: show me. I'm going no, to take this. Okay, anything come follow me. I'm, so, what I'm getting is um, a piece of special sort of grease proof paper that um, we can put on top of the Argo plate. The Argo plates, as I've explained before, um, I'm not sponsored by Arga Yet. <laughs> um, you put this on top of the Arga that's plate.
1: like like greaseproof paper, but yep. like it's...
0: And uh, crack the egg on here. And this is how I fry eggs in the Arga. And then you think, oh, that's very clever, that's lovely. But then you do this. Ah! OMG. And then... Wow.
1: My God. Fried
0: eggs that without looks... the oil. No deep fat frying for me, thanks.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what's wrong with it, I think. It probably would be better <laughs> if it's a deep fat fry. It looks like a Haribo egg. It doesn't uh, even look like a real thing.
0: It's good though, right? It's
1: that is amazing, yeah. yeah. We're all about the eggs, man. Yeah, we're
0: all about oh. the eggs. I better, before I forget, um, because you can't smell anything on an aga, everything is so airtight
1: Oh, that okay.
0: it's very, very easy to forget something. So I am going to um, quickly take that off, and we can carry on chatting.
1: The other two things I do want to mention, as a double hitter, I watch, *Train Spotting*. Like oh that. yes. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Choose a family. Choose a big television. You're a quiet, sensitive type, a little bit crazy, a little bit bad. Uh,
0: one of the greatest. Choose top? Top twenty?
1: Top 10. Oh, top 10. It's a top Big. 10. I'd forgotten just how good a film Spotting is. I thought it might have aged. 1996. Yeah, I mean, it's old. It's so, so old. What's that? 25? Uh, Twenty. Uh 20, 20, 24. 24 years? 8.1 on IMDb. One hour and 33. It is an 18, so watch it around the kids. You know, as in watch it. However old <gasps> your kids are. I've got to Alan Partridge all the I sudden. have
0: to say, I do remember, um, yeah. and obviously 1996 was, whew, I know, so four years after I got clean. So I was okay. still, in Narcotics Anonymous, they say you're a newcomer until you're five years clean. Okay. It, you know, I felt like I had a handle on my recovery, but I was still pretty new yeah. and wet behind the ears. And okay. I remember watching... Um, the drug-taking specifically, the heroin abuse that they got up to in that movie and finding it so harrowing. And you know you know that thing where they film nightclub scenes in a film and you think, you know, I used to go out clubbing a lot. Sorry, that sound in the background. That's not Michael. That's Bo eating her food. Come here. Come here. She can have that egg. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, so I found it profoundly... (laughs)
1: Yeah, we've got another guest. Hang on. Hang on, I'm going to give her something. Okay.
0: I found it very disturbing, is what I was trying okay, to say. Yeah. You carry
1: on your okay, review. Okay, I'll carry on the review. So it's 1996, uh, Train Spotting. It's written by Irvin Welsh. That was a, a novel that he wrote, and it's been directed uh, by Danny Boyle. I thought it would have aged quite a bit, and it probably didn't look as good as I remember. I know two or three movie directors, and all of them have said that they this was the film they wished they'd made, you know. Oh, wow. I can completely see why. It hasn't aged in the slightest. If this was released today, this I think this would win an Oscar. This is mm. like, this trumps Parasite on every level. Mm. It trumps... Did um, it not
0: win anything?
1: I don't think it did big, because Danny Boyle wasn't a big player back then. They'd only made Shallow Grave, which was a brilliant film, but it'd only but done it regional stuff. I don't think <laughs> hmm. he'd made the big time. The Beach was what really... Danny Boyle in Hollywood I believe. But then
0: you look how edgy this was so raw. God it's so absolutely edgy. unbelievable. But the acting in it as well And they yeah. were all unknowns. Yes. I mean obviously McGregor had been in Shallow Grave. Yeah but that's virtually all. But, but that was it really mm. wasn't it. This was the big film that propelled him um, into stardom.
1: Anyway I, I watched it and was just blown away by how good it was. Mm. The music in this Oh, I've film. forgotten
0: about the music. I mean, well, what? Who's the, just... What's the music? Uh,
1: Born Slippy is, is the song. Oh, yes.
0: Remember? Laga, Laga, Lager. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah uh, amazing. But I mean, when you hear that and it goes... Dum, dum, yeah, dum, what dum. a track. Oh, God, it's brilliant. And of course, the other one is Iggy and the Stooges, Los for Life, you know. And it's, again, this thumping yes. kind of uh, sound. I mean, it's just the whole album is superb. And I remember everybody had this CD in the 90s. There's, there's not a bad thing. I can't say a single bad thing about mm. the film. It is utterly superb. <laughs> the dog is still... Fucking
0: dog. Bo.
1: As it licks an Bo, empty bowl there's for nothing about an left. Hour. Yeah.
0: There's <sharp inhale> nothing left. Do one. Come on. Come here. Yeah. Bubbles.
1: This dog is the biggest dog you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. It's like a bear. Yeah. It's like a grizzly bear. that's so thick, that yeah. fur. Anyway, no, we'll not review the dog. Anyway, mm. Spotting 2 was the big worry. That was. Yes, that was I mean,
0: the I haven't seen Train Spotting 2 because I'm worried. Yeah,
1: well, I, I spoke to three or four people about it just recently and said, Have you seen Train Spotting 2? And they've all said, the same thing. I can't do it. I yeah. just can't do it. I, it can't spoil what Train Spotting was. And that's how I felt. And I hated the name T2. Yes. Danny Boyle wanted to call it T2. And of course, Terminator 2 took the name T2, so they weren't allowed. So it's called T2 Train Spotting, is the name of the film. But I just thought, oh, you've slightly ruined it. Like, I, you should have just called it Train Spotter yeah. or Train Spotting Two or this. Yeah. I don't know. It all just felt a bit weird. In the trailer, I remember thinking, doesn't look very nice either. Yeah. Choose life. Choose Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and hope that someone somewhere cares. Missed you, mate I missed you too, Spud. Choose looking up old flames, wishing you'd done it all differently. Do you still take heroin? No. And choose watching history repeat itself. So I was weirded out by that. What I would say to anybody who's unsure about seeing Train Spotting two, is that in my opinion, it's as good as Train Spotting one. As good. As good. It is superb.
0: Are the all the old faces back? Yep,
1: they're all, all. of them. Yeah, I think virtually most of the people that you see in well, the didn't first. Did one die in the first? Yes, uh, Tommy. Tom, uh, yeah. He dies in the first. But they pay homage to him in it. The, the whole film pays homage to the original. That's what's great about it. It's got a very nostalgic feel to it and it takes you back to all those scenes and it replays some of them out. And is the
0: music as good? Yeah,
1: like it's, it's faultless, really. It's, it's so good. I absolutely loved it. And the amount of people who haven't seen it that love Trainspotting, uh, that, that's why I wanted to talk about it, really, is that um, it, you've probably got more time on your hands than you know what to do with. Don't watch Spotting 2 without watching the first one, though. Yes. Because they, it's 20 years on, mm. but the story follows on immediately, okay. if you can imagine. It starts with Ewan McGregor on a treadmill in Amsterdam. Mm. I don't know if you remember at the end of the first one, but he leaves having taken the money yes, from Yes, 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 yes. So he's running for his life, essentially. It's 20 years on, and he has a heart attack. It's in the opening scene, so it's not a big spoiler. And he decides that he needs to go home. And he goes home and finds a sick boy and it all kicks off in a big, big way. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. But it's just brilliant because these two go on this journey of their lives, essentially, where they, they reminisce about what it was like, the things they got up to. Kelly... Kelly MacDonald, it's Kelly MacDonald who's in it. Remember, he sleeps with it. Oh,
0: yes, the Scottish. The,
1: yeah, and she yes. she wakes up and puts on a school uniform. Yes. I mean, scenes like that, I you know, think. Could oh, so you really so put that in a film no, these days? So, Kelly MacDonald's in it again, but as an older, mm. older person. She actually plays a solicitor in it. It's absolutely brilliant. Mm. So, the way they've weaved all these characters back into each other's lives, mm. like <laughs> the <that> dog <laughs> still deleted so it is remarkable. They've done a remarkable job of, of bringing these characters back. Train Spotting Two rates at a seven point two. Oh, that's it? amazing! Yeah, it's pretty good, right? So yeah. anything above a seven. Yeah, that's is a really huge good. How hitter. long is it? It's one hour fifty-seven, so it's wow. a little bit longer. Music is brilliant. Robert Carlyle is brilliant. Really? In it again, yeah. Johnny Lee Miller, superb. The story is great. It's based on Irvin Welsh's book Porno, which oh, yeah. um, you know, so that that runs through it, yeah. if you like. Uh, and the story is centered around. Um, Spud.
0: Right. Basically, sp- I love Spud. Right.
1: Well, you are really going to struggle, I think, okay, with this don't, film. Okay, because... don't give any more spoilers. No, no, I, I won't. But it's all centred around Spud's life, the whole okay, thing. Okay, shush now. I've gone all goosebumps talking about Have it. You? I mean, I laughed and I cried and I just felt amazing. It was wow. one of the best cinematic experiences of, well, the last year, let's see. Wow. It's really good. Okay, please. Because I had been put
0: off um, because I didn't I was worried that it wouldn't live up to train spotting. So I'm very pleased Uh, about that and I I can't wait to watch it. But do you know what I am gonna do? And I think because this is what you did, and I think I'm gonna do it too, is I'm going to re-watch train spotting because it came out so long ago. Mm. I haven't watched it since. I'm gonna re-watch that Mm. and then go to T2. Yeah. Uh,
1: I just couldn't recommend it enough. God, it's good. Okay. Hit me with something.
0: Okay. Well, actually, this is something that you told me about. Mm-hmm. Shove it, Cancer. <gasps> oh,
1: my God. This is an Instagram page.
0: This is uh, the, just the greatest, yeah. most heartwarming, beautiful Instagram page. Tell me how you came across it first, and then I'm going to tell you. Because you told me about it. Yes. I followed her. I've become mildly obsessed. Yeah. I now have found out everything there is to find out about her and um okay
1: well you can tell me because i don't i don't know a lot but tell me but, how
0: you came across well, my
1: youngest son is a skateboarder and he's got really good uh, recently but he does this thing called a pop shove it which is where you slightly kick the skateboard it pops up in the air it revolves i think like 180 degrees and then you land back on it it's a tricky little trick but most good skateboarders can do a shove it so joel's been learning how to do it and, and can do it but um, he said, oh, look at this site, it's called Shovic Cancer. And I said, well, why is it called that? And he said, oh, well, this lady on here is suffering with a type of cancer. She's, how old is she?
0: 68.
1: She's 68 years old. She's got breast cancer. Breast cancer, that's right. She's she's in treatment. And she's determined during her treatment to learn how to do a pop shove it. So she's got this account called Shove It Cancer. And he says what's great about it is that she's launched an in- Instagram page called Shove It Cancer. And she's, her, she's putting her journey on Insta. And he said last week she had like 400 followers. But all the skating community have got behind it, reposted her like mad. And she's now got like 15,000 followers in a weekend. Like it went from 500 to 15,000. And then she's reposting these skateboarders who were, who were slightly teaching her online how to do it. And I was just, my son was absolutely beaming about this. Like he loves being a skateboarder largely because of the community of skateboarders. Although they all look a bit rough and ready, you know, they've got kind of scruffy clothes on, long hair, beanie hats. They're always covered in scratches and scars, tattoos, listening to loud music. You know, there's something that appears antisocial about them. But they are on the total opposite They're the of antisocial, guys, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, God!
0: And it's interesting it's because so
1: brilliant that they he's do found have that, that a bad, thing. Yeah. a
0: slightly bad rep mm. in society, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that often skateboarders skateboard in city centres or on railings mm. or on bits of pavement, or yep. and you're trying to walk somewhere and an old granny's, getting, you know, mm. it's so everybody's getting in the way. So they can be an inconvenience, but. When I was looking up about her, what I loved about it is a lot of the people talking on her Instagram page, a lot of the skaters are talking about the fact that skating is all about love and fun Mm -hmm. and that it does bring, I think it's perfect for teenagers because it is a group activity, Mm -hmm. but you are on your own. Mm -hmm. You're not in a team, but all skaters hang out together. Yeah. And it's quite rare that...
1: Uh, I totally agree, yeah, because it is something you can do in isolation. But once you've learned a trick, you're desperate to display it to your friends and peers.
0: And also your friends and peers, they don't necessarily have to be your age. No. Skateboarding is something, you know, Joel's 14, he could be friends with an 11-year-old girl and Mm. a 17-year-old boy, and you'd all have something really in common because you love skateboarding. Mm. So shall I tell you about her? Because I've, yes. I've rather fallen in love with
1: her. Just before you go yes. into that, though, there was a, obviously we both read Jordan Peterson's book, The Twelve Rules for Life. I always said we'd never really talk about it on this podcast. don't know why, but there's a chapter in that called... I think called, we should at some point. Yeah, maybe. maybe. There's a chapter in that called Don't Bother Children When They're Skateboarding. For that very reason is that his belief in, in uh, psychology and one thing or another means that, that skateboarding is a brilliant thing because it pushes kids to take risk. And one of the big problems is all these councils put these skate stops everywhere. There's nowhere for kids to kind of risk to push themselves a bit. So they understand that when you push yourself a little bit, you get a bit better and you get rewarded for it. And of course, there's a risk that you might break your wrist or fall over and bang your head or whatever. But crikey, O'Reilly, it's such a great sport for that very reason. It embodies that idea that you're pushing yourself further and further to try and achieve something more and more. I just love it. Sorry.
0: It's another conversation for another time That yes. uh, not being able to push yourself or injure yourself or hurt yourself or take risks. Mm-hmm. Because often councils do things like that because they're so frightened of litigation. <laughs> so if you do a shove it, pop shove it off a pavement or off a railing on a handrail or something and you hurt yourself, then you could sue the council. Mm-hmm. Um, so they try and sort of block it everyone. It's such a sad yeah. State of affairs, It's a, we're getting more and more like America. We're sort of frightened of anybody hurting themselves anywhere because yeah. not because we want to protect our children but because I think everybody's so frightened of getting sued. Anyway, on that positive note, oh, Elaine.
1: Is that her name, Elaine? Elaine
0: Shallcross. Okay. She's 68. And I thought the interesting thing about Elaine was that this was the mastermind of her son-in-law.
1: Oh, was it? And her
0: son-in-law, Steve Davidson is a big skater, mm-hmm. and he loves the skating community. And he said, I think a really great way that you could, because re- Elaine wanted to raise money for breast cancer. And um, while she was ill, she thought, I want to do something positive. I want to help yeah. other women in my position. And he said, why don't you try and get the skateboarding community involved? And it was a, a community that she did not know at all. She'd never mm-hmm. experienced the skateboard community at all. She, she sort of didn't know them. and He is also in charge of her Insta page, which is genius. She posts a lot, which is exactly what you want. You want more and more stuff from Elaine. She's priceless. Yeah. And also there's a lot of great skaters on there, you know, because they keep sending her, as you said these amazing pop shove that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So she's posting those, reposting them on her page. Mm. I mean, some of these kids are so young. They're brilliant. Anyway, so her Instagram account, just in case you want to follow it, and please go and follow it, it's called It Cancer. And Shove it is spelled S-H-U-V-I-T. It Cancer, you'll see the link on the Intel app now. What started was really sweet, was... Um, the sort of um, chronology of it. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> exactly, baby. Um, she first of all started by going to Borderline, which is a Scottish store, and they sponsored her. And on the 24th of December 2019, off she went. And she was basically embraced by skaters of all ages. On the 24th of December, she was asking on her Instagram account, Do you think I'm going to get to 200 followers by Christmas Day? Wow. She did it. By the 3rd of January, she had raised, of her £10,000 goal, £4,909.29. And basically after that, then skaters started sending her shavits and she started putting them online. Mm. And by the 5th of February, she had 850 followers. And then on the 7th of February, she wrote this. Three days ago, I was so surprised. I just got 500 followers. I've just woken up to (laughs) 10,000. The tears are rolling down my face. Thank you all so much. I mean, these kids and adults, they absolutely love her. Mm. By the 10th of February, bearing in mind she'd started on the 24th of December, she'd reached her goal of £10,000. Now she's had to up it to 50 because she's going so strong. Yeah. And all of this, mm. I mean, all of this, and you can see this on her Instagram page, while she's having chemo at home, mm. she's training, she's sat at home, she's had operations while she's been trying yeah. to train, so she's not been able to train for a bit. She's battered yes.
1: and she's bruised. I saw that Oh my post. God, oh. the
0: picture of her ankle. Yeah. Oh, it's right. horrific. Anyway, Tony Hawk. Yes.
1: Yeah. The Tony Hawk. The Tony Hawk yeah. sent
0: her and the most amazing shove it. Really, on the fifteenth of February. Look it up. Okay, it's absolutely <laughs> the coolest thing she's ever seen. But she's never given up, and the kids have never given up mm. on her. Mm. And. I just love the idea it's it's so good on every single level it's so good that at 68 you can learn something new Mm -hmm. you can you you never ever stop learning Mm -hmm. never let anybody tell you you can't do something never let anybody say if you're not well you can't embrace a new culture or a new type of thing it's shown the great love and respect that young people have for, for the elderly when they try and embrace something that they're doing yeah you know like the skate community, a 68 year old woman in a shopping centre might you know, tut at them, yeah, whatever, yeah. Elaine doesn't,
1: Yeah.
0: when you dip your toe in teenage culture they will embrace you mm. and love you for it, my son put his hoodie up the other day when we were walking down the street and I thought, you are one of the nicest guys I know, yeah. and probably people are walking past him going, oh look at that teenager in his hoodie,
1: hoodie. I, yeah,
0: yeah it's so funny, but yeah, anyway I, she is so worth a follow mm-hmm. she's, I find her immensely inspiring she's also so cute the yes. way she talks and she's just gorgeous she's beaming, she's is, beaming. It,
1: like a, a, an energy isn't she and that, so. she
0: does a, um, a sort of shove it with no wheels on the carpet
1: yes I've seen that Joel, a, that's how Joel started it's um, amazing well, I tell you Joel does this thing where he, he got the board of a skateboard and put it on a trampoline and, started, oh, that's and clever. started flipping it on the trampoline just to get the movement going, you know. And I remember thinking, oh, that's really smart. That's I don't know really if he saw that somewhere or not. And then he put the but board on the grass. But even if he did see you it somewhere, that's clever too. Yeah, great, right? Get he it gets that you from Oh, does he?
0: Yeah, because if you don't know how to do something, yeah. you look it up on the YouTubes. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's all there, right? You just
0: like, you've, you've fixed fridges, you've fixed, yeah, yeah. fixed everything.
1: Yeah, I just, I just look at YouTube how to fix a broken yeah. fridge.
0: So, I mean, if, yeah. you know, like even if he didn't make it up himself, which he mm. may well have done, it's great that he's found something that he's so passionate mm. about that he'll go and research it. Yeah, it is And,
1: it is and, and, and find that.
0: different ways to make it better. And anything that makes them try try again, fail, try again, fail is is brilliant.
1: It is. It is remarkable, isn't Mm. it? Because when you see a baby trying to walk and they fall over, you think, why don't you just give up? Mm. And they don't, do they? But adults do, weirdly. So true. Yeah. That is so true. And and they fall over and really hurt themselves, babies. Like, bash their heads on stuff and everything. You'd think, screw that walking, it's too painful. But they don't. They still think, I've got to walk, I've got to walk, I've got to walk. so true. It's mainly because they're desperate to reach something that is above them. It's higher than them. Yeah. Which is a kind of like a religious... uh, Yeah, well, it's like a religious idea, isn't it? Like you reach for the stars or something, you've got to get there. Uh, And it's really weird when you see a baby do that. And then it's the same thing seeing a kid push themselves on a skateboard or a BMX, or Mm -hmm. as I did as a breakdancer. Um, it's oh God, ju- such a joy. But you don't see adults do it. They try it no. and they go, Do you know what? Skiing's not for me. Yeah. I fell over, hurt myself. It's like, yeah, what? Well, once. It's not good enough. So it's Shove It Cancer. Yes. With a V. Yes. On Insta. Yes. Go and follow her.
0: Please go and follow her. Yeah. And oh, can, I haven't good. told you how many followers she's got now. Oh, go on. So from starting on the, tw- I think she started on the 23rd of December 2019 with no mm. followers. Mm-hmm. She wanted to know if she could get to 200 followers by Christmas Day. So that was in two days she got to 200 followers. Okay. Now, in March, she has 58,000.
1: You're kidding me. 58,000 yeah. followers? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. She's That's an influencer. incredible. <laughs> she'll, she'll be branded. <laughs> She'll be covered in thrasher. She is. She's got vans. She
0: is already. Really? Is There's she? a really nice um, brand called girlscape.com. Okay. Well, they're not a brand. They're like a, a website. Okay. And they've uh, started the a hoodie. Okay. Um, where they donate five pounds from every hoodie sold to Shove-It Cancer. I'm worried. Yeah, we've run out of time. We've run
1: out of time. And I haven't showed you the hair device that I really needed to use. Could you
0: quickly do
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I could quickly show you the hair device. So this is it, right? So I reviewed this about a year ago on This Morning. They always get me on to talk about new devices on This Morning. So this is from a company called Revamp. Okay? Yep. It's a big heated tong thing, right? So you plug it in and it heats up. It's got different heat settings and stuff like that so you don't have to melt your hair. goes from 150 to 210. I would say that anything below... 180 forget it so mm. always have it 180 or, or higher i or would above. say yeah um and uh, it, it gets obviously very hot you brush it through your hair right just like you would
0: yes. do
1: a brush yes obviously it's hot so you don't want to get near your skin and then what you can do is then roll it up like you would do a brush and then once it's in your hair leave it there for like a minute or not a minute or two maybe 10 seconds and then you push that lever a <gasps> little all the bristles right okay you got that
0: I'm going to do a video of that because that okay. is amazing.
1: So brush your hair, brush your yeah. hair, brush your hair. Then roll it up, leave it for a few seconds. And then there's this little lever here. As you pull that, all the bristles go away and then you slide it out. Now, it won't give you a curl. That's not what it does. No. It's like a dry blow dry. So if you've got dry hair and you want to put just a little bit of life in it and a bit of body, you you, you act like you're blow drying your hair with it. It's a hot, big, hot, thick stick with Can bristles. Can I ask you something yes. else? Yes.
0: If I'm washing my hair tomorrow morning to yes. go to work, do not use it on wet hair.
1: Never use heated appliances on wet hair. I know this sounds other ridiculous, than a
0: but I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, like loads of people don't know that. Not even on damp hair, like only on dry hair.
0: If there's any steam well, coming you- off your hair, if, unless it's from product.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody's hair should have a bit of moisture in it. So even dry hair. So when you, when you use your straightening irons on dry hair, you'll sometimes get some steam. The styling of hair takes place when it goes from being ever so slightly damp to completely dry. That's when hair gets styled. And you can make poker straight hair completely curly if you capture it around a chopstick or something like that the moment it goes dry. So even though like your hair now feels dry, it's not. There is a tiny bit of moisture in there and that's what straightening irons and curling tongs and all right. that work on is that tight. So you will always get a tiny bit of vaporized moisture if okay. you like. And then once that's done, it's done. Done. After that, it is burning, okay. right? So make sure you, your, your hair is dry because I think completely. I
0: ruined my hair. Yes, um, ironing it down. Myself, ironing it damp. You will have done. And then you told me, and I've known you for 20 years. Yeah. And you told me that
1: mm-hmm.
0: eight months ago. Yeah. I mean, I literally only just found that out. Okay. And I was thinking, why is my hair so dry? Mm. And I've literally ruined it.
1: Well, I, I have been trying to solve this problem for you for a long time because you have to do your own hair and makeup on Long Lost Family. Yeah. And, I look, and you are... <laughs> can,
0: I, can I just say something? Well, yeah. Can I just say something? We should find the clip mm-hmm. of Sean and Bez on Celebrity Gogglebox. Yes. Where they're watching Long Lost Family and they diss my hair yeah. on Long Lost Family. Yeah. And that is because... I have to do it myself, and I cannot do my own hair.
1: Well, one of the big problems is you probably don't realise this: is that you are a walking advert for me, and <laughs> you are on a massive TV show on a massive terrestrial channel yeah. with your frizzy, bushy hair, and I'm yeah, like, bad. Jesus, I've got to do something about so this. You
0: need to sort me out. So
1: I've been, I've been thinking straightening irons, but so you're not. It doesn't look great when your hair's completely flat, no. does it? You know, so it's nice to have some body in it. Blow drying hair is really difficult. I get yeah, that. it's really nice. So this could be the solution. Okay, I'm
0: going to try it tomorrow it's, morning.
1: It's called the Revamp something or other. I'll have to I'm going to try it, and it.
0: after this podcast has it's gone out, brush. I'm mm. going to post a picture of what I look like after I'd used it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. I need you to do that.
0: I'll do that in the morning. But
1: dry hair only. Put some products on your hair. Blow dry it. <laughs> And then and then just do the twiddling. So dry
0: it, how?
1: You can do the fringe.
0: <gasps> fringe, fringe
1: like that. So Ooh, excited roll, roll, about roll. the fringe. <laughs> click, click, click. It's really good, that. And what I would say about this company, and I have no affiliation to these company Revamp. whatsoever. Revamp. I don't know who owns it. I don't know anything about it, but they've got a website. It could be revamp.com or something like that. We'll find a link to it. But they have everything on there. Every kind of hot hair tool you could get. They have it.
0: It's funny that we um, haven't heard. No, of they're it. An,
1: they're a new company. You can follow them on Instagram as well. But okay, and like I say, I'm, I'm not paid to do this. I don't.
0: We're not paid uh, to do uh, anything. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I long for the day when we're paid <laughs> to do something. Uh, uh, what I would like to say is we should do just a couple of little shout outs to people who've been. Oh um, yes. You know, following. you did that
0: very quickly. Well done.
1: Yeah, good. So, um, Carter for Jen. Carter. Tricky, you should really give yourself an Instagram handle that's easy to pronounce. Uh, Really enjoy the podcast, she says. A nice variety of topics and something for everyone. Hope that you're able to keep posting over the coming months. Lots of people would appreciate your friendly, entertaining company. Keep calm and listen to Making the Cut. That was very nice of you. Thank you very much indeed.
0: Um, Can Um, I also say hi to um, Aldridge uh, David? Now, I've got to tell you about David. Yeah. He is a St. John's Ambulance volunteer mm-hmm. and he was always at Big Brother.
1: Oh, okay, great.
0: And I've known him ever since then. We've been sort of friends on social media and he's a really, really, really nice guy. He's always been so supportive. And he said, Been listening to your podcast. They're very interesting. You are both amazing. Take care.
1: This is from someone called Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay, we've got, to, uh, we've got to work on that. Swain. Ch- Swain. Uh, anyway, she says, So weird how every time I see The Rock, I think about what you said, oh, God, Michael. And how he's not sexy. Uh, uh, and that is so true. He's handsome, lovely teeth, and all that. But on screen chemistry with a woman Ooh, is a go. bit off here you go see so that's oh, a lady yeah. saying that not just, uh, yeah, not but just one, me one, just,
0: just one lady well you
1: know I think there's lots of other people can that, I just also say that, that. Um,
0: if you're not following us on Making the Cut podcast please follow us on Instagram Making the Cut podcast there is quite a funny picture of Michael and I I'm holding a croissant but Michael is holding what looks like a dildo but it isn't it's Gianni <laughs> um, Umberto Giannini Gianni Gianni Versace Umberto Giannini it's a hair product Giannini yeah yeah it's an amazing hair product. I've been very much liking that hair product. Um,
1: yes, from uh, Binky Brick Top, really enjoying the podcast. Love them. Keep them coming, please. S. Izard, absolutely love the podcast. Loving Suze your podcast. Ferguson,
0: it was nice to hear from you. Dean Interior Design, he's been loving it. Lisa Sayers, Tina Rowlands, thank you. Oh, that's um, great, isn't it? Mrs. Bacon Pringle, that's a good name.
1: Somebody did have a little stab at me saying, oh, you're just making some money from KP Nuts because I did an Instagram post this week where I was eating KP Nuts. Mm. And I mentioned them because mm. the whole idea about making the cut is that, we, that, we, review is, is that we review things. And I was mm. essentially just doing a mini review of KP Nuts, I suppose, mm. my favourites. And, and then somebody said, oh, typical, just getting paid from KP. I was thinking, no, we're not getting paid no. by anybody.
0: no, no, no. Not from KP. Not from KP.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah, so keep, keep on following us. Thanks for all the interactions. We love it. Uh, yeah, we really do. And uh, any suggestions as well. We could film or, or record another one right now. Yes, because we've got
0: so many we, recommendations things, for you.
1: But we'll, 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 we'll leave it for a bit. We'll save it.
0: Do one on Monday. Good luck,
1: everybody. Stay, yeah. off, stay off Twitter. If it makes you angry, yeah. stay off Twitter because, Jesus, there's yes. some rubbish. Yes, and there's a, some
0: very angry people, and let's keep Twitter a nice, supportive place for everybody. And,
1: uh, totally. Yeah. Uh, and if you're the anxious type, then probably just steer clear. Stick to the BBC website. BBC News yeah. is really good. It's really good. And Sky News is very good as well. Yes. A lot of people think it's, it's slightly right-wing biased, but I don't. I think it's, uh, it's pretty pretty good and, un- and, and relatively unbiased.
0: Um, we, are, we will get through this.
1: Oh, aye. Yeah. No bother. Peace. Out. Now.
0: No, you, I get the last word. No, okay, you can.
1: Thank you. Bye. That was two words. Oh, I've not even stop recording. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans.